Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Pro- Podcast, brought to you by HypeBot.com. Yes. So I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Brandvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How you doing today, Jay? Michael, how are you? Good, doing good. Awesome. So um, let's just dive right into it. We've got a special guest with us, and and I would bet if uh, our listeners have been active online, they've probably at least know Kevin by name or have seen him online. We are joined by Vice President of Marketing from CD Baby, Kevin Bruner. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Great. Thanks so much for joining us, Kevin. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. I I don't know if this is video or not, but I'm, I'm sitting here thinking that I need to work on my background uh, <laughs> motif compared to you guys. I've got a whiteboard in the background. You guys have all these awards and and such. You, you, well, you, feel you, free to doodle. I was going to say, you, you can go on your whiteboard and you could draw in a bunch of there we go. And gold albums and stuff like that. Um, diagram it for us, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you know, this is, this is great. I mean, uh, I, I've been following you online for many years now, and we've chatted many times via Twitter and, and, mm-hmm. and other posts, so it's great to have you join us. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Awesome. So... Um, I don't know if it's even worth saying if you're not familiar with CD Baby, tell us about it. Because, frankly, if you're not familiar with CD Baby, I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can give like the five minute or the t- two minutes. Okay, go ahead. Just in case there's some people newbie. that are familiar with what we've been up to or are or, or, or new, new to music. There's new newbies every day. Sure. Uh, yeah, we're a music distribution company. We've been around since 1998. Back then, we started you know, helping artists sell CDs online. In 2004, we were the first distributor to offer uh, digital distribution to independent artists. Uh, at that time, it was mainly iTunes, but there was a bunch of other stores as well. And since then, you know, our goal has just been to help artists monetize their music in, in as many ways as possible. So uh, you know, digital distribution is really now the core of our business, but we also have, we do YouTube monetization, we do sync licensing, we have a publishing department now, and uh, we have our own YouTube MCN. So we just have all these different ways that we're helping artists monetize their music to make sure that they're collecting everything they should be getting for their music. You know, I, I, I want to say it's pretty impressive when you say CD Baby's been around since 1998. Wow. I mean, yes. that, 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 that's like the dark ages of internet when you really think about it. <laughs> well, if you go look at uh, use the Wayback Machine to go look at our website back then, it was pretty entertaining. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's that's when the original Napster was on fire, and I mean, it was the wild, wild west. Um, the record companies had kind of peaked as far as CD sales go, and. I think it kind of opened up a whole new door and CD Baby was one of the first there to kind of offer these services to not just DIY musicians, but as you've seen over the years, you know, mainstream popular musicians are using the platform. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I was gravitated, that gravitated me towards CD Baby is I was on a major label in the mid to late 90s and we had some success and i left that situation broke and frustrated and burnt out and uh thinking there has to be a better way for independent artists to reach directly to their fans and own that relationship and benefit from that relationship 
And there was some, you know, some articles I'd read at that time. Uh, one was about Amy Mann, how she'd been dropped from every major label and how she was releasing something just through her website. And she only sold, uh, I think it was like, I forget, it was years ago, the article was like, she only sold like 10,000 copies through her website. But because she got all the money, she made far more money. I think it was more like 100,000 copies. It was something that was like significant revenue for her where right. through a label she would have just been dropped again and so some of those things were happening in my life where i started releasing music independently and found cd baby and then ended up getting a job here so uh it's been uh you know a, a joy to help other artists get their music out there and and make the money and and own the relationship with their so fans you, you were a musician you were you were actually an artist trying to go through the old system and had some issues with that and kind of parlayed that experience and that information to help uh build cd baby yeah i, I was the, the band's called small town poets we're still making albums we're doing it independently now but we were nominated for a Grammy and multiple awesome. awards, and uh, one of the songs I co-wrote was on a compilation album that went platinum. And so there's there was uh, a lot of great things that were happening, but we were just the last to benefit from it. But the ones that had to work the hardest for it, so <laughs> it, it, it was that, just that, that trickle yeah. down never seems to make it into the artist's pocketbook, does yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, there's always a reason why. Oh, and by the way, you owe this and this and this. Yeah. Why? I just eat. That's all I want. I'm not asking for much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that really fueled a lot of the, you know, my viewpoint and, and things I was uh, dealing with at the time. And just, you know, after I left that situation, even before I came across CD Baby, because I've been on a major label, all my artist friends that I would meet would be like, how do I get signed to a label? And I'm like, you really don't <laughs> know what you're getting. Yourself it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone, that's for sure. You know? And what kind of things do you tell artists that you meet and they're like, you know, what what can CD Baby do for me that, you know, I can't just do on my own? And what kind of conversations do you have about that? Well, I mean, right. First off, I mean, you can't get your music in a lot of the platforms without a distributor. Uh, that's, that's always going to be the case. There was a time where, we thought, oh, you know, Amazon has their create space or place where, you know, the artists could at that time sign up directly. And, and Google Play, when they launched, they actually allowed it where artists could sign up directly. But uh, I don't even know if they allow that anymore. But they realized that there's huge value in what we offer and that we really comb through the metadata and make sure music is properly accounted for. Uh, because right. if it's not, you're going to miss out on money. And that's only yeah. going to get worse and worse as new revenue streams continue to open up and old systems become modernized where, you know, you've got to have your the, all the metadata in order. you got to have sure. someone actually managing your catalog. And you've got to deliver it in the right format, right? I mean, you need to deliver it in, in you know, whatever codec they want to deliver it in, the metadata, the publishing splits, and a lot of these things that Michael and I preach week in and week out, but uh, some artists don't necessarily have those buttoned up. Yeah, yeah. And and even with something like YouTube, you can go monetize your, your channel directly with YouTube, and then we have our YouTube monetization program that monetize your musical assets on YouTube. But those things have to be managed because if they're not managed, especially on YouTube, uh, I did this happen on my own, uh, our own band channel. I went and there was like three or four videos 
being erroneous claimed by people. Who knows how long they've been, right? You know, doing that where we weren't making money off those assets, and it's like when you have someone else like us working on your behalf, we're always monitoring that kind of thing to make sure that those kind of things are handled and uh, you're being monetized appropriately. So that's what a lot of the benefit of someone like us is, especially, you know, as things get more and more dependent on metadata, um, we're really trying to manage that on behalf of the artists. Now, uh, Kevin, one of the one of the new things that CD Baby just recently launched, um, and I'd love to kind of have you bring us all up to speed on this, is is a suite of marketing tools, a marketing integration with Show.co. Yep. So what, yeah. what what's that all about? I am so excited about this. Uh, when we were approached with the idea of acquiring this company. I was like a kid in the candy store. I was like, oh my gosh, this thing <laughs> is unbelievable. It's so awesome. And I thought that from, it was even on, uh, it was like a year ago or when when it was first featured on, uh, I think it was on Hypebot where I saw it and someone featured it, uh, they featured it there just having launched. And I was like, man, this thing is so is so cool and, and cutting edge um, in a good way. It's simple, but it, it does what artists need. And so we had the opportunity to acquire this. And the cool thing is, it's like, this has become a go-to marketing tool for major labels. And it's, you know, when we, uh, when we, on the, the homepage, you know, it calls out some major labels and it's not the, you know, the call out where we beg someone from Universal to log in and create an account and use it once so we could say they used it. They're actually in their daily uh, Universal, Sony, uh Network Music Group, The Orchard, in their daily launching campaigns for a lot of major artists, the the folks that manage uh, Oasis's catalog use this tool, and, and they just did a, a contest uh, to where you could win tickets to see Noel Gallagher in a show in London in the fall, and they used the tool and got uh, 30,000 plus uh, submissions in just like 18 hours. So them, they used it is like this massive list building tool it helps drive your spotify followers and it also is a tool that you can use to um you know feature videos so basically at its core it's really these pages that are very action oriented it's like it's a marketing campaign page that's very action oriented around it uh, around a specific action so um a lot of people use it for contests like follow us on spotify and you'll be entered to win uh tickets or yeah britney spears folks used it to give away a britney spears snuggie um so so, so, so let, let me let me ask you the first question that pops it before you know and i definitely want to get into more of 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 what it what it does and how it can be used yeah. but do you have to have your music distributed through cd baby in order to use these tools no so you can go to show.co and sign up the the thing that the major labels are using will cost you $49 a month. But if you distribute your music uh, through CD Baby, you get the same thing for free. So that's, that's what we benefit. wanted. There you go. So, so yes, we, we acquired this tool that, and we're, we're maintaining it. We've got some really uh, great features still in the works for it. Uh, and we've been working closely with those major labels that are using it day in and day out to, you know, we've been calling, having interviews with them like what do you need what would make this even better for you and so we've got some key features in the pipeline that are going to be really 
uh, game changer features for music marketing. But our goal was to make this tool free to all CD Baby artists. So I've been joking around the office that that uh, finally the major labels are paying so the independent artists can get something for free. <laughs> Good for you. Because we're, we're, you know, they're going to continue to pay that $49 a month. And in fact, the amount of, of times they use it, these companies are using it. I think they're, they're getting off easy, but uh, we're going to, we're going to keep charging um, those businesses to, to use it because it's a very valuable tool. And for them, it's, it's a, it's a no brainer. But we're making it free to independent artists because it's such a useful tool. I did a campaign uh, recently with it. Uh, and basically, I, sh I should explain the, the one type of campaign that people are using a lot is it's called Social Unlock. And it allows you basically, if you follow us on Spotify, you'll get access to some piece of content. Yeah. And so uh, for my band, I've been trying to boost our Spotify follows and just the engagement there, especially, you know, we've got that old catalog I mentioned. We were on the major label in the late mid to late 90s. Trying to just reinvigorate that catalog on these new digital platforms is always a task. And so uh, I created a campaign like, hear the song that got us kicked off the stage, because we actually were kicked off the stage once for playing a particular song. And so it was this very intriguing headline, and all you got to do is follow us on Spotify. And then once you follow us, it takes you to a private spot, uh, SoundCloud track and you can hear the song so that's how a lot of people are using it it's also a way you can feature a youtube video it, it strips all the garbage off of youtube and makes a really nice feature for your video that has uh, conversion cards that get people to subscribe to your channel and follow you on those platforms same for soundcloud so it's really geared towards action a specific action or two that you want your fans to take and you can tailor it all you want uh, and can those know, be know. within the cd baby um you know garden or these landing pages like with the video that you mentioned or is this just something uh off-site well it it starts with a piece of content like you know uh, it could be just an image like you want people to get access you know an album cover give, reveal even yeah e email give us your email we'll give you a sneak peek at the album cover yeah you can do that you can do that you could you can send them wherever you want uh, but uh, it starts with creating this page that has some sort of action uh, around it. So the big problem I see with independent artists and how they go about marketing is that a lot of them go about marketing like, buy my music, buy my music, buy my music. And there's no value to the end user. It just feels like they're being shouted at. And yeah. there's no really specific action. They're not thinking about, hey, you know what would really be beneficial Instead of yelling at everybody to go listen to my music, I want to go ask them to take this one specific action. And in order to get them to do that, I'm going to provide them with some unique piece of content. Then care. you're going to see better results. And you're going to see people start engaging. You're going to see people uh, feeling like they're excited about what you're doing instead of like, oh, my gosh, this artist is online again. All they're going to do is yell at me to buy their music. And and it, it just doesn't build any relationships. So this tool, I think, is is going to be very useful for driving home that point. Here's a specific action. I'm going to see more success when I ask my fans for one thing and they get something in return. Is this in place now or is this rolling out? What, what's the timeline it, here? It's all in place. If you're a CD Baby artist, you can go you're, to your dashboard. You can go in there there's today. A there's a link on the, on the dashboard to get access to the free tools. If you go to show.co directly, you can sign up. But uh, if you go that route, uh, you'll have to pay. So if you're a CD Baby artist, the link is on your dashboard. It's free. And 
it's uh, I highly encourage people to check it out. Kevin, you know, th- this sounds really exciting for indie and DIY and and and, and new artists. Um, and you know, and I love this social unlock feature. Can you can you walk us through two or three other exciting uses of Show.co that that you know the DIY artist who doesn't have a team of people helping them out could utilize and see some good results? Yeah, the the one thing that I think it's outside of the social unlock that it, it does really really well that we are is like the the second top feature that uh, all the current users were saying this is the thing we like after the social unlock we like the most is the the way it uh, it allows you to launch a video so if you've got a new official music video or some video content that's more than just uh i'm just gonna throw it up on facebook or something like that it it, uh, it it strips out all the garbage that YouTube throws in on top of it. So it makes this very nice feature page um, for your video. And it themes it, you can theme it in conjunction with your video. Uh, very elegant play buttons and tools. But then it allows you to like just try to drive people to subscribe to your video. And all those plays happen on YouTube. But it just kind of strips out all that garbage that, you know, when you have a marketing campaign, you send people to a video on YouTube and then YouTube's doing everything in their power to make sure that they leave your video, click on an ad or go somewhere else to see more videos. But it's kind of like so it's a great way to launch a piece of video content that's more special that you think has, uh, you know, some power to do something good for you, like an official music video. So that's another thing. And, you know, it's SoundCloud. Other people are using it to drive SoundCloud um, plays and follows or just even just email list signups without the social unlock. What do you feature. think works best, Kevin? I mean, do you think overall is it the email for download? Is it the stream? Is it the video? Are there things that tend to work better than others? I think the the email in exchange for you know some content or follow on Spotify for some content, I think that allows you the most flexibility in your marketing to do something interesting where the the end user is getting something in return. Some of the other features like the SoundCloud features, the YouTube features, just make it a more uh, conversion oriented experience for your fans. So if you're sending you know, if you've got a new song on SoundCloud, um, you can use this tool to make it, you know, it gives, makes it look a lot more special. And then it, it, it's encouraging them to follow you on SoundCloud. It's encouraged, you know, very in a very simple way. So it's uh, it's it's easy to, um, you know, manage the experience. And the cool thing is with all this is you get uh some great stats on the back end in real time. That's so, what I was going to ask you about with some of these segmented analytics and things like that. But go ahead. Yeah, so you can see what country people came from, uh, what platform they were on, and, and there's some other things like that that you can filter by. So you can really hone in on where the activity is happening. Uh, so uh, for me, it was interesting. You know, the, uh, our our uh, Facebook following isn't isn't that huge. Uh, but I posted that our show.co campaign that I did recently on Facebook, and I could instantly see, you know, how many people were looking at it, how many people actually clicked to to and converted, and then it gave me a conversion percentage, 
And so you can really start thinking like a marketer of like, yeah. oh, okay, here's the minimum, you know, it's the minimum stats that are that you need in order to start thinking more like a marketer. Like here's all these regions and devices and locations and, right. and platforms plus, that they're coming plus from. Plus you've got the email. Yeah, yeah right? you got their email. It tells you how many you got, the conversion percentage and how many people viewed it. So if you're getting a lot of views, but no one's converting, maybe you're, messaging stinks you know so it helps you think more like a marketer and less like just haphazardly throwing junk out on the web and getting frustrated why nothing's happening with your music and it's like oh well people actually were interested in this link but whatever i was offering just didn't encourage them to convert that's an easy change maybe i just need to change the copy a little bit and then try it again oh now i'm getting a much higher conversion rate so that improved my messaging i got emails and then you start understanding how to get positive traction for your music when you're marketing on these platforms yeah. and not just throwing junk online and 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 feeling like you threw it into an abyss and no response or information to gauge why the response was what it was kevin has are there any tools or has anybody used it in such a way to promote tours it uh not in a way of like uh tickets that i've seen um uh but uh most people that have been using it have been using it as like a list building tool or to drive activity on a particular platform um that's not out of the question and uh we're still actually surveying a lot of the the people that have been using it for the last year and a half uh, meeting with them and, and finding out what features have been useful to them and how they like to use it. But touring isn't one that I've seen in, uh, I've seen people like give away tickets, like to promote a tour, but still using it to build their list. What, 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 what about, you know, maybe this is just an idea for you to consider, you know, the social unlock of, we'll give you something if you track us on bands in town. That's a good idea. Yeah. That, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, uh, I know a, a lot of the the folks. I mean, that's like the go to for right. uh, tickets and and you know like where bands are playing. So yeah, it's a good idea. Um, hey Kevin, well, let me let me ask you really quickly. What is what do you think the difference is between you and some of your competitors? For example, if someone's looking for independent distribution, what's the difference between um, CD Baby and say TuneCore? Uh, <laughs> You've never heard this so question you, before, you, have you? <laughs> I've never heard of them. Are these guys new? Yeah, yeah. I'll, you, you can Google them. I'll have to Google that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I try to keep it. I try to keep it. Uh, you know, uh, above boards. But here's here's the thing with CD Baby. I've been I've been working here for eleven years. I've was using CD Baby beforehand. And there was a point where with some of the independent bands I was a part of here in town in the past, you know, over that course of time where I thought I should try uh, using a competitor like TuneCore. And I got all the way up, created an account, and then I stopped. And the reason was is because I absolutely hate, hate with a capital H, the concept of an annual fee because it, 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 discourages artists away from success. And the reason being is that I see so many artists, and it's happened in my own life with my own music, where success for a release or the tracks doesn't come until like two, three, four years later, especially now in a streaming world. 
Uh, we can get to back to that point in a second. Uh, but I see that success happen down the road. And so I've had so many conversations with artists that have started to build a catalog and then they get a, a yearly bill for 200 300 400 to keep their catalog live and they just decide to remove it and to me that is the exact opposite of what artists should be doing because it's more important than ever to build a huge catalog of music and for us we're a partner in your success we want your music to get sold and streamed and played because if we don't, we don't make money. So we want to, that 9% keeps us very motivated to make sure our catalog is monetized at its maximum ability. And even if, you know, it's not like, ah, you know, no one said anything and these artists, they're, you know, we don't make money off them unless uh, they kind of decide they want to go to this service or that service. We're like, no, we want, for us, we're, we're highly motivated to make sure your music is making as much money as possible in all the places it needs to be. So to me, that's a big difference, but also that idea of building a catalog, uh, uh, is so important. And I think the annual fee model just discourages that. Yeah. And, and that's a good answer. I mean, I didn't mean to pick on, you know, them or anybody. I just wanted to kind of get, and, and I think you answered that, like what kind of differentiates what you do. That's so, all. So, and so, Ke Kevin, for, for, for the newbie that is listening, let's just be real clear. How, uh, CD Baby takes a percent. You don't have, there is no setup fee. There's no annual fees. Just lay out exactly the... The, there is the, there is a sign up fee per track or album, whatever you do, um, but then we take nine percent on the back end, uh, and that's and, nine percent of whatever revenue comes in from whatever the the digital service is, right? Yeah. So yeah. so and and because it's such a hot topic right now, so you're taking nine percent of whatever Spotify might pay out in mm -hmm. in revenue, correct? Correct. Okay. And, yes. Yeah. And and are you are, are are your royalty rates with Spotify the same as everybody else that's out there? Uh no. I would say. I mean, we're we're a part of Merlin, so we we're in on the 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 Merlin deal. I, I it, which is better, uh, huh. but we can't disclose. I, 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 I totally I totally get it. It's just. I mean, we all know the three of us know that's. The number one topic amongst so many musicians is, and and a lot of it is predicated just on misinformation. Yeah, they they, they think they're getting screwed from day one, and that's, that's right. That's not the reality. So the, for with when you when you go with you know CD Baby, you've got a company that has a huge reputation in the industry and has uh, the ability to to do things that some of the others don't. So that's also where it becomes sometimes. The nine percent, yeah, we take nine percent. But if you go with Startup X that just launched a music distribution company, you know, two months ago, there's no way you're going to make as much uh, and and have the relationships in place that we have in place. That um, I mean, we have a seat at the table with all of these discussions, and and that's really important on behalf of the artist. I think that's partly. What motivates us, you know, and and we feel that we owe to with the artist with us taking that percentage that we have to go to bat for them big time. So that's that's what we do. So now now when when an artist um, 
puts something, releases something through you. Um, and that artist is like, well, gee, how do I get uh, iTunes to give me placement? Is there somebody in your world that an artist can contact and say, what can I do to have you pitch me to this outlet, that outlet, that outlet? Can you Do you guys sit down and have weekly, monthly meetings with iTunes, with Spotify, with whatever, to pitch artists and releases that you think are hot? Yes, we do. Yeah, we actually have a, a couple folks in-house that that's what they do. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, some strategic things that you sort of have to have in place in order to be considered for some of those placements. Um, so there is still the opportunity, if you are a brand new artist, you've never released now before, you have a new release, and the album is just mind-blowing. There is still an outside chance that somebody could get you a feature on a digital service platform. But when you look at it from the opposite angle, what those services are trying to do, they're trying to sell sub subscriptions. They're trying to sell, um, you know, iTunes stores sure. still trying to sell downloads. So they're looking for some indications that this album will perform well or reach a certain audience and uh, not only, you know, do well for the artist, but do well for them as a service. So as an artist, you kind of have to have that in mind and realize that, you know, if if you have no ducks in a row, but you have an amazing album, it's going to greatly reduce your chance of letting any, you know, getting sure. anyone to feature your, how, your music. How, how would an artist get their release in front of the people in your company to to at least consider it to pitch it that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> i mean because because, you know, because when you set i mean you can set up and load and distribute an album through cd baby and never talk to a, anybody it's all self-service it's great it's super easy but you know will that release drop into some queue for somebody internally to go all right is this worth us considering or do you have to make an extra effort to reach out to somebody? It happens. It happens both ways. Here's what I would say that typically happens is there's some sort of hook, whether it's a completely unknown artist who uh, had some sort of opportunity happen, whether even, even with a live performance, um, that there's some sort of hook that gets the attention of, of folks. Uh, it could be that, an artist that is distributing music for the first time that has a massive YouTube channel. We see this happen all the time. It's kind of a funny thing with the YouTube crowd that a lot of the artists that have become huge on YouTube distributions actually an afterthought. And some of them have had these massive YouTube audiences for years and never even distributed their music and right. monetized fully. It's pretty crazy. And we've been helping a lot of YouTubers do that. So there, there's, there's an example of like, someone might email and going, Hey, I have a, I've got a huge YouTube following. This is my first album. Wondering if if there's anything you guys could do to to help promote it. We'll click on that link, you know, and and so we'll look at that and go, yeah, this is a huge channel. Maybe there's some other opportunities here, and this is something that uh, the digital service providers would want to feature. So it can come in that way. It can come in through just relationships. Uh, usually, if you've had an, a, a previous release through us that sold well, you'll be on our radar. Um, sure. 
So there's there's lots of ways. I think, you know, the 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 main thing for artists to remember is that it's, you know, the artists tend to approach these situations as it's all about them. It's like, I want to get on there because I know my music's awesome and it'll just help me out and it'll be huge for me to get on there because my music's awesome. But they're not really thinking about it, what the, the service on the other end is trying to uh, accomplish. So if you kind of reverse engineer it and kind of look at what's going to be things that it's going to be intriguing to them, you can increase your chances greatly of getting featured. Are there um, marketing tiers, you know, with, with CD Baby for for those artists that maybe don't have a marketing team, they don't have the resources that they could say, you know, for a fee, have uh, some marketing assistance from CD Baby? We've done some some tests around that to see if it's a viable thing for us to to roll out for other artists. It's been, we've had mixed results on that. The, the key thing that we've seen is that uh we've become really good at that core distribution product and there's more and more artists that have that direct relationship with their fans whether they've been on a major label or a mid-sized label that are just going you know what i don't need a label i just need someone who's really good at distribution that i can call and know that they're gonna solve any problems that can help me you know with some of this pre-release setup with pitching to uh, the service providers, and that's where we've come in place to really be a good resource to those artists, and, and that's a lot of what we've been doing. As an artist, will um, will you have a rep that's signed to you at CD Baby, somebody that you can reach out to, or is it sort of a generic inbox? If you know, if you're reaching some sales thresholds, usually someone here will reach out, and we have a couple folks that do that, but. You know, there is a generic inbox and we read every email. I mean, it is not like it's just delete, delete, delete. If if there's something of note, it will get forwarded on to the right people. Doesn't mean they'll get back to you right away or um but if if you craft a, a, an email that's that's well written, that that that's brief as well, that really highlights what you have going on, uh it does get forwarded on to other departments perfect are there are there groups you know whether it's on socials or on your website kind of uh knowledge base you know user groups of people within your community that kind of help each other out that kind of walk people through kind of uh faqs and things like that yeah i mean you know what i'm talking about yeah i mean there's uh we don't have like a discussion group if that's what you're asking about. But, uh, you know, we have a help center that's full of, you know, thousands of articles that you can dive in and, and, uh, and, and, CD babies, and there's, you, there's people that live chat there too. You've got an active help. blog and stuff like that. So, I mean, you guys are very yeah. active about being, you're proactive about providing yeah. information to, to new artists. Yeah. I mean, one way that, you know, I'm trying to think there was something that just happened this week uh, that a, a track that we distributed, it was, you may have seen it. It's been going viral like crazy on Facebook. It was, it's this song all about the nineties and this artist did this song. It's very clever. They shot this very intense video in like two days where there's all these throwback scenes. Um, I, I, the name escapes me and it's killing me, but uh, 
that was something that uh, was just burning up on Facebook, and we found out that we distributed the song, and so uh, we're in talks with them to do a blog feature. And that was just something that happened organically over Facebook. We noticed those things, or somebody will say, hey, I'm a CD Baby artist, and this is my videos going crazy. They'll just post that on our Facebook page, and we'll see them go, yes, this this is a legitimate thing here that uh, we should, at minimum, repost, or maybe there's some content opportunities. Maybe there's some, you know, we need to start uh, connecting them with the right folks internally to make sure that uh, if there's a follow-up release happening quickly that we're on top of it and, you know, those kind of things. So it, yeah. it can happen very organically. It's To me, it's funny that uh, from sitting on this side of it, it, it feels like it's so accessible, but people just don't do it well or take advantage of the opportunity in a way yeah. that they, they focus on that buy my music, buy my music thing and not go hey, you know what, this actually is uh, some cool success we're having. I'm going to share that with CD Baby. I bet they would be excited to know. And yes, we will be excited and we'll be excited to see what more we can do. So it's just understanding how to communicate what's going on and when the right time is to communicate. Now, if you just uh, got featured in uh, you know, your local, uh, an album review in your local weekly that's probably not something that you're going to get a retweet or excitement from us about. Right, sure. right, right, sure. <laughs> but we still are excited for you that you're getting some traction, but it's not something that we're going to, you know, go out of our way to write a blog article about. Um, Understood. But, got okay. It, got it. Kevin, where, uh, what, what, what are the URLs? What do you, where do you want people to go? Where do they get information on CD Baby? You can go to cdbaby.com and that'll link you over to our artist site where you can, Find all about out all about distributing your music and all the different services we offer and and if you uh, distribute through us, you'll get that uh, show.co link on your dashboard where you can get access to those tools for free. Awesome. Uh, I have you know my own podcast, the DIY Musician Podcast, that I would love for people to check out. It's been going for uh, I'm about to post episode 187. So nice, congrats. Uh, congrats. So I, I at least. Uh, achieved my goal of not pod fading after 10 episodes. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that's that's a big, That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good so that, that's cool. And, and we've, we've uh, uh, are going into year three of our DIY Musician Conference, which you can find out information at DIYMusicianCon.com. It's going to be in Nashville this year in uh, August 25th through 27th. And it's, it's going to be a really, really good time. I'm actually going to Nashville uh, next week for the Music Biz Conference. Yeah, and I'll do be there. Final. Oh, I'll excellent. see you there. I'll see you there. Yeah. Uh, uh, do some final prep work for our conference. And, and Nashville Good. is just such an amazing town. I lived there for, uh, I went to college there and lived there for a total of like six and a half years. And it's, it's just such an amazing town that music is everywhere. And it's just an electric vibe of like, excitement around music that's a music town. Uh, i i know that uh, our conference being there as opposed to chicago is just gonna have this amazing feel around just the uh, that that vibe that the city gives off of so that's awesome. something that's coming up that i would love for people to check out cool awesome kevin awesome. Th this was a great chat this was a great oh, chat. Well, thanks for having me. Th no, th th <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. You know, yeah. Um, you know, everybody de definitely. You've got to. You've got to check out CD Baby um, distribution. Check out the blog. Check out the podcast. There's lots of great 
free information just on how to do this yourself. And go to the conference. Yep. Yes, yes. And yeah, I hope to see people in Nashville. Yeah, it, it really has been a big uh, mission of mine and, and the folks here to just, we just want to be a helpful resource for artists. A lot of us here are still active artists. I'm still, I'm in the middle of recording a new record and we're just trying to figure this all out and help artists do the best they can. And so, yeah, it's, that's what you do a great work. Excellent, Kevin. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much again. Thanks yep. a lot, Kevin. Yep. All right. Take, take care. care Bye. Bye. Cool conversation. Um, really cool. Always wanted to get somebody from CD Baby on. Kevin, great guy. Yeah, that was and, super interesting. And, and show.co, and it's show.co. It's the website. Um, sounds really cool. Definitely, you guys yeah. need to go check it out. Um, that that social unlock feature, really awesome. Really cool. Really cool. Yeah. And free with the service. Uh, $49 standalone, but you get it free when you use CD Baby. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. So, um, how about another you need help with your online strategy? You got something? Yeah. How about, how about this one? Um, if you're releasing music and you're putting it in the marketplace uh, for your upcoming release and you don't have a plan in place yet, you know, and you're already putting music into the marketplace, you may need help with your digital strategy. For sure. It, 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 when I, when I hear that, it's sort of like I, I, the saying that pops into my mind is if I release music and nobody knows I'm releasing music, does it matter? I mean, if you're not telling anybody, if you're not doing anything about it, you just put it out there, why are you doing it to begin with? Why even release yeah. it? Because music, uh, you know, we still hear this. The music alone is going to sell it. The music's strong enough. The music ain't going to do it by itself. Music is yeah. not discovered all by itself. Something has to happen to drive that's that right. Music being discovered and drive that awareness. Uh, Mitch Hedberg had this hilarious routine where he talked about his CD and his early CD that the only way he could get it into stores was if he went in and left it there, <laughs> you know, and he'd go in and like put it <laughs> and he'd go, somebody'd say, Hey, you left your CD here. And he'd say, No, I need you to alphabetize it, you know. And sometimes artists do that. And I remember that back in the old CD, you know, Tower Records days, people would want to put their music on consignment into stores so they could tell people my cd is available at tower records well guess what you can easily through TuneCore, uh, a number of other places make your music available globally but if you're just putting it up in a vacuum there's 40 million other tracks out there that yep. people can find you know, too. If, if if you're working with a team if you've hired somebody cut a deal with somebody and it's their job to release market promote your 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 new album your single you need to insist on seeing their plans you're Early. paying them you're paying them maybe you're paying them money up front or you're at least paying them a percentage of sales but you're paying them they work for you you're the boss That's right. you need to insist before anything happens you want them to present to you their plan and yeah. don't be afraid to go that's it I want more. Where's this? What's going on? Don't get intimidated because you think they're the experts and they're going to tell you this is what you need. You know, this is your one shot. You can't t keep this in mind. You can't redo a release. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, once you, just, once you yeah. do a release, it's been released. Yeah. And you just hit it. You said it's it's your shot. And I've heard this several times over my career where someone would say, look, this is your, you know, this this is your career and you only have one career. The label, production company, management, yeah, many others. distributor, they have tons. You know, It's your so, name on that CD. That's right. It's nobody else's name. Take responsibility. You're, you're going to take the heat from fans, from everybody else. You may not deserve it, and it may be wrong, but you're still going to ha- end up taking it because it's your name on the release. Ask the people working for you to present what's going to happen and explain why. And if you feel like something's lacking, ask them. Exactly. It's your career. It's your release. That's it. Music Business with That's it. Podcast brought to you by HypeBot. We're out of here.